Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! Trying to get you on the early one there. I know. Thought I could get you there. You can never get me. I can never get got. That's the thing. I've seen you get got before. I've never been get got. I've seen you get got. I've before. never been get got. Yeah, I've, I've gotten you and seen you get got. I've never been. I've never got got. You've gotten got before. I've never got got. You've gotten got before. I can't get got. I guarantee you've got got. I cannot get got. That's the thing. I cannot get got. Uh, got got. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, this is Asinine Radio. This is week. Three, if I'm not mistaken, of February 2020, uh, right? Week three, we're, we're in week three, right? We, 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 we were week yeah, three. this. I mean, if your weeks go Sunday to Saturday, then yeah, this is the last. Actually, I mean, it's the third or fourth. I, I well, so the first was on a Saturday. Well, this is the third full I, week I guess we've I, had. I guess I'm talking about more of. I think because we did our second week last week. Okay. Right. I mean, if episode? you want to just go in order, that's fine. I don't, I don't know. know why you even say this is the third week in February. What do you want anyway? me to say? Volume three of February twenty twenty. I don't know. I guess I could do that. I don't know. I could do that. I could always I do know. that. Just say it's February. February. It's Feb- I can never. It's is a it hard. February? It's a hard one. February. Fe- February. See, I sound fucking stupid. Oh, so when it's because it's it. the dumbest month. It only has like half the amount of days. days. But half then every the amount of days. Yeah, it's got like half the <laughs> amount of days, and every so often it adds another one because it feels left out. It's the worst month. It is a bad month. Definitely not a good month. But this is Asinine Radio. Go to iTunes. Go rate, review, and subscribe to us on, on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. We have a great episode because Jeff and I are actually in the same room for the first time in probably almost a year. The almost last time we, we, we potted together in the same room. I am uh, my, my name is Tyler. Um, well, you already said my name. Yeah, so I don't have to say your name. Yeah. But I'm all the way out in the, the badlands of Arizona right now. And, I mean, um, do you want to just give everybody my address? Is that what, you, you is that what we're to? going for? Was it five? <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. But anyway, yeah, this is Asinai Radio. We have a good one because this week we are getting into our Fearless Beer Review. Then we're getting into our Songs of the Week. We're going to round it out with some upcoming or some new music and other happenings in the music world. But then also stay tuned to our Albums of the Week because we're doing two of them. Do you always talk this much with your hands? I don't. Nobody, but I feel, can, nobody can see I your know, hands. But I know, but I feel awkward because you're here and we're looking at each other and we haven't looked at each other while we pod in probably two years. Well, we, remember when we first started the pod, we used to sit at a desk basically and just stare, just at, stare each at each other? We, we shared really a mic. Close. Oh, we did. Yeah, we shared the mic right in the center. That little snow cone the s- snow, thing. Yeah. Snowball. Snowball. Yeah. Snowball. That was awkward. Oh, this is awkward too, but that's fine. Uh, so yes, stay tuned for that because it is Orange County season. And we're getting into two iconic Orange County band, punk bands. So stay tuned for that because those are the meat and potatoes of the show. But I've just been talking a lot. So let's just get into our Fearless Beer Review. Okay. What it, we're, we're drinking what something be? different, right? Even though we're, we're in the same room, we yeah. decided to go with each go with something different again. Yeah. Because that's fun. I've had yours before. Yours is the one. So I, I ordered a bunch of IPAs off of this beer delivery thing called Taver and uh, I don't like IPAs I just I just kind of found dumb. that out I don't like them at all can't you're stand dumb. them you're dumb so I ordered two of these ones that, that I gave to Tyler to Tyler, to Tyler. and uh, yeah so he'll he'll drink that one I think that one's like 7.5% 7.8% yeah but um, I have a bourbon barrel aged stock ale I don't know what that is, and I hope this is like a stout. It's not. I don't, that's not going to be a stout. It's definitely not. It's going to be probably a dark ale, but it's that's definitely fine. not going to be a stout. That's what a stout is. Stout's a dark is ale. It, yeah. Is it a dark ale? Yeah. I, I don't know. It ain't a dark lager. True. Well, no, it could be a dark. Well, no, it can't be a lager because it's an ale. Yeah. You're right. Okay, fine. Whatever. I'm always right. Well, I don't know why you ever say anything I'm I not got, right, but I'm always right. I have uh, Jeff was kind enough to give me um, the IPA that he doesn't like. Uh, it's called Can't Tell Me Nothing. It's a collaboration beer between Barrier Brewing and Equilibrium. I think that's what it is. Mm. Uh, brewed canned by Carrier Brewing Oceanside, New York. Hmm. It's triple dry hopped, IPA 7.8%. Yeah, with uh, in conjunction with Equilibrium Brewing. Bre- brewing. Brewing. 
There you go. It's a tough word to say. It says, keep cold, drink fresh. Um, you know what I, what I noticed about these kind of cans mm. the, that kind of have like the paper label around them? Yeah. They don't get cold. They don't get that cold. Yeah. Or as cold. I think it's because that, that whatever that plasticky paper laminated is. thing, whatever it is, I think that just, as soon as you touch it, it heats up. Yeah. I don't, it's weird. They need to fix that. I like those labels, though. I like the feel of them. I like the feel of them, but they don't keep your beer cold. As cold. I don't think it has anything to do with the keeping the beer cold. I just think it's like that, that one millimeter. It lining. matters, Jeff. It matters. Everything matters. Everything Nothing matters. Nothing else matters. My beer, like I said, is a bourbon barrel aged stock ale. Okay. It's a collab as well from Cycle Brewing and Jackie O Brewery. You, you said you got yours through Taver as well? Yes. Okay. I couldn't find too much about this thing online. I think they've done multiple, um, what do they call them? Horizontals, I think. What is a horizontal? I think a horizontal, there's a horizontal and a vertical. I think a vertical. <laughs> Is the same beer <laughs> year after year, but a little bit different, maybe. Your guess, you know what I mean? Like if you're if you're doing if you're looking at something vertical, yeah. Two thousand like like the Bourbon County Goose Island, right? Okay. Yeah, the two thousand nineteen, the two thousand eighteen, two thousand seventeen. Yes. I think those are verticals. Okay. And then the horizontal is just the same beer, the same year, just brewed a little bit differently. I guess I. I I really, uh, I'm clueless I'm, as to what that means. And you're just talking. You're no, just I'm talking. pretty sure that's what it is. I know our, our resident beer expert is going to shun me and, and call me out and think I'm an idiot for this, but I don't care because he's course not here. He is. Of course he is. And he's an idiot, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, got, he's not an idiot. I got a cool Pokemon glass that um, to drink out of. has Bulbasaur, Pikachu, Squirtle, and Charmander. Do you know all their names? I just told you all that. Do you think you can name all original 150? 100%, 151, yeah. Oh. All 151, absolutely. And plus uh, missing, missing go. Missing no. Missing go. You think you can name every single one? Yeah, oh, uh, absolutely. How okay. can I not? Not. I'm not stupid. That's debatable. Not st- okay, let, let's open these. Let's stop bitching. Here we go. Okay, mine smells good. Oh God, <laughs> it smells good. Oh, it smells. It smells strong. I think mine's eleven percent from the, the few things. It, I that saw label on. says nothing on it. Yeah, right? there's like nothing. It's, it's a, a cool, cool label, though. Yeah, it's a cool design, but it just says that's it. Oh, what the fuck? But there's no, there's no. It's weird because I thought it was like a law that you had to put the alcohol percentage on a beer. Is that not? I the assumed case? it was. Yeah, because it is definitely not on here. Where's the brewery at? The brewery is from St. Petersburg, Florida. St. Petersburg. Maybe uh, maybe laws are different in Florida. Well, clearly they are different. but Clearly. Yeah, but on this thing it still says California cash return. No. Oh, so, weird. I mean, I think I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know, Tyler. You don't know anything about laws. I don't. I know nothing about laws. Clearly. Except for there are them. Okay, that's more than <laughs> so dumb. That's what I know. Should I put the mic down while I do this, or what? It you want. Oh wow, that's gonna, that's for sure going over. Oh. I don't know where you're gonna take that. All over the floor too. You could have at least done over the trash can that I gave you. Well. Ty- this is Tyler's first day pouring beer out of a can. He has like a seventy to thirty percent head to beer ratio. It is bad. Oh, it's all over me. Why would you not do it over the I trash can? I t- that's why I put the trash can I there. Panicked. I even look. It's like a plastic tub, so you can put know, as much liquid as you want in there. I panicked. Ah, all over me, all over my face. Ooh, that's that's pouring out real oily right there. Take a whiff of that. Smell that. Oh God, here we go. It smells like like bad chocolate, like rotting rot- rotten chocolate. Want to smell mine? I've, I've had yours. Put it. Oh yeah, you have. That's right. I wasn't listening. All right, you ready? I mean, do you want to talk a little bit more? Well, no, because I, I, I don't know I, how you're gonna shove your face. Well, I'm into not. That. I'm gonna drink it out of the can. Couple unless you really want to wait. Unless you really want to wait for all the. Foam no, to go I don't. Down. That's fine. You can drink it out of the can. I don't okay. care. All right, here we go. Right. And he picks up the glass. Oh God. What? I was scared they were gonna spill it over the. Oh come on! I'm not bored, dummy. I feel like Tyler's already toasty after that one beer he had. All right, here we go. Oh my God. You're so aggressive in your cheers, I cheersing. I know. 
Yeah, mine's good. I like it. I dig it. That's good. It's it's um it's pretty hoppy, kind of sweet, but not not like a an overwhelming sweet like I've been having with a lot of my hazies. But this is definitely a haze because and I am a haze bro. So it is really a hazy. Yeah, it's um I forgot what it's called. They called it something in particular, but I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a haze. Okay. And I'm a haze bro, so it's good. Um, rating. What do we got with our three-point rating system? Three is a perfect You're just beer. flying through this stuff, aren't you? Yeah, I don't know why. I, I don't know why. I think you're just you're still on edge about the whole foaming thing. I am a little bit. I'm a little embarrassed yeah. by my actions. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, our three-point rating system, three is a perfect beer. Two is a good beer. You're going to continue to drink. One is a bad beer, but you should try it once. And zero is just liquid garbage. So what do you got there? This is uh, oh, you got some teepee. Yeah. Okay. Usually, because I always blow my nose, but it also doubles as. But I made a mess. Butt wipes. I just I can't. Ah, oh, you're making a mess. <laughs> yeah, mine's good. I, I get a lot of chocolateness from this. It's, uh, I get some roasted. I think this is eleven percent, so it's 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 kind of getting up there. But I don't I don't really taste it. You're gonna get pretty toasty. That's yes. For sure. I keep it clean though. Wait. So what'd you give it? What's the rating? I'm gonna give it a. Uh, Two two five, two two five. Yeah, that's high, for something you were so scared of. Yeah, well, I didn't. If I don't see the word stout, then I get I get worried. I don't know what a stock ale is. I have no idea what that is either. Oh, that's that's just a cool word to say. Stout is that what the hipsters do? Stock ales? Mm. No, I don't think so. Have, have you heard Mike say stock ale? I've never heard him say it. Never ever. But Mike only drinks stouts and sours anyway, so he would never say anything else. But stout and sour. That is true. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to give my beer just a solid two. It's good. I'd go back to it. Wouldn't go out of my way to get it and wouldn't pay extra money for it, but I'd, I'd drink it again. Would you it pour it the same way? I would not pour it the same way. I'd be more careful next time. It's almost like you s- you fast poured a slow pour. Because with a slow pour, you get all that, that head in there. Yeah. Oh, I see where you're going. But you did it like a slow pour, but you just did it fast. I did it fast, yeah. A slow pour style... Fast. I really fucked it up. Like royally fucked this I up. I just don't know why you didn't throw it in the garbage. I don't know why. You, I told <laughs> yes. you I panicked. I totally panicked. I like, specifically to went out of my way to tell you there was a trash can. I there. know. I fucked up. I'm. I'm sorry. You gotta be sorry. Give me some toilet paper. I'll. I'll put it right here. I'm with the already stained carpet that's up here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's. Uh. Let's move on to our songs of the week. We're already 15 minutes deep Damn. into this. Bit. What are you even talking about? Anything. I know, right? So let's get into the songs of the week. Okay. We just brought two to the table here. Uh, mine are Orange County themed because I had to do it. Uh, one is actually directly related to one of our albums of the week. So um, who wants to go first? <laughs> Myself? You? Well, you should probably go last with your second pick. Well, yeah. So So do you want to go first and last? Go, I'll do you middles? Go first. Or what do you want to do? How about you go first? I go mine my, with my first I pick. I go mine. I go mine. You do your second pick, and then I'll do my second. So pick. my first pick last week, we talked about ether for some reason. We were talking about ether. Yeah, why were we? I, I don't, don't know because it's just a word like I don't ever use or hear. No. So I I was thinking of a song last week, of lyrics that had the word ether in it, and the only one I could think of was was this song that I picked, called "Buried Alive" from Direct Hit. Dude, you're playing with <laughs> fire, man. You are playing with fire. <laughs> That, that pour almost went over. But it's something with the beer because it shouldn't be foaming that much. It's foaming way more than normal. Well, you've, you, like you're already done, right? So like that, like because of all the head that's already on top of that thing, the yeah. more beer you, you, you're, you're piling I'm, shit on I'm, top of shit. I understand what you're saying. The first one was all your fault. No, it wasn't all yes, my fault. I think, I think this beer is just foaming more than normal, um, more than a normal haze would. I don't remember when I, what it was like when I poured it, but I, didn't, I don't think so. It was so. probably like this. I don't think so. You were blacked out. I've never I've never poured a beer that bad ever in my life. Oh, that's bullshit. Never have I ever. That is bullshit. But yeah, so this song has the word ether in, in his lyrics. And last week, I was just, uh, for some reason, I thought that was important. And so I brought some good punk rock to the table. Except this first one's not punk rock. It's punk rock, baby. How is it punk rock? Because it's punk and rock together. Punk rock. I guess maybe you could say it could be pop punk, but it's definitely punk rock. Wait, what, what song are you going with? Direct hit, Buried Alive. Oh, you didn't tell me that. That's not your first... Okay, anyway, yeah. Ah, uh, you're... 
you're out of control. Anyway, I, I guess we'll, we'll play some of Jeff's pick. Here we go. Oops. It's the farthest that he's been from A careful process for a quick completion Cause the bomb's just a couple clicks from his suburb Listen to that fade. Listen to that. That was great. That was direct hit. And um, have you ever heard of them before? I, I don't, I don't think so. You have. Have you played them before for me? Um, I don't think so. Possibly, but uh, Punk News Podcast. They've talked about them quite a few times. Oh, okay, and then John or somebody's played them. I think I know Adam likes them a lot, and I think John also likes them. But um, they're they're good. They're cool. They're, they are. They are good. They are pop punk. That's for they sure. They are good. They're pop punk. They are definitely pop punk. That They're song, not bad though. That song. They. Uh, it got good reviews on like various websites, including on punk, punk news. news. But uh, it's a concept album, and it's a good. It's a good album. You should check it out. Is it really? It is. It's good. It's cool. Okay. I mean, it's I'll, fun. I'll it's fun stuff. It. And they say ether. <laughs> so that's cool, right? <laughs> it's. <a laughs> I don't know. Like all the things to reference from an episode, you reference ether. Because it's such a dumb word. Like Nobody uses <laughs> ether. What the fuck is ether anyway? Is it like, I don't even know what that is. Well, it's, it's like, like in the, no, ether is like in the sky, right? Or. I don't know. Like in the, like you, you do something. I don't, I don't. See? Know. See? <laughs> it's has like, Tom it's ever like said ether? I feel like Tom, that's a Tom word too. I'm sure ether. he has. Like It sounds like an angel in airwaves word, you know? He has, <sighs> he has to have said ether at some point. Ether, ether. There you go. Uh, let's let's get on to my uh, my first pick here. Oh, my guess we're not going to just we're not going to talk into the mic. My nose. <laughs> uh, my first pick <sighs> is from the Adolescents. They are an Orange County band. I guess you could say almost an iconic uh, Orange County punk band. Would you say so? I would definitely say iconic. Yes. Okay. Um, I mean, you look at anybody, any little punker kid with a jacket. They're gonna have three things, right? Addicts, misfits, and most likely the Adolescents or Descendants. More, yeah. Are you thinking Descendants or are you thinking Adolescents? No, I'm thinking all f- uh, now all four. Yeah. But the Misfits and the Descendants are only going to be pictures. Yeah, because it'll be Milo right. for the Descendants right. and the Crimson Ghost for Misfits. Yes. Okay. But yeah. I'd say the Adolescents are, are iconic. I would say so, too. Um, I've never really been into them, but this song is called Escape, Escape from Planet Fuck. And it was on a My Discover Weekly playlist from a couple we- a few weeks back. And this is off their like ninth album. It's a pretty recent album. <laughs> And uh, I thought it was a cool song. And the, their drummer, their current drummer, is the, also the drummer for Death by Stereo. It's a fun little fact there. Look at that. Yeah. So I'm going to play a little bit of Escape from Planet.
Good old-fashioned punk rock right there. Good old-fashioned punk rock Oof. right there. Oof. That was The that Adolescence, was. Escape from Planet Fuck. You know, um, I, I did like that song. I actually kinda, I liked it a lot. But I realized that, uh, like, I think our favorite album from Sum 41 sounds just like that. What's our favorite album from Plus? Or, from, not Plus, from Sum 41. I, I think, what did, what did I, did I say Sum or Plus? You said Sum, but I fucked up when okay. I said Plus. I'm questioning myself. <laughs> I think yours is Chuck. Yeah, Chuck is my favorite. And then mine's Does Look Infected. Okay, so we don't have the same opinion on that, but that's fine. But what, what were you trying to say? I was just saying that Sum 41 took a lot. Oh, I mean, from I, the adolescence. I, I haven't listened to a lot of the adolescence. Actually, yeah. only that song. <laughs> but that song, but like some forty-one sounds just like that in their in their prime. That's that's a good point. I could definitely see right? that. Yeah, definitely sound a lot like that. But or this could just be a a more recent sound. That that's true. You did say it's your ninth for. album, so yeah, something like that. It, Who knows? It's crazy new. Crazy new. <laughs> What's going on with you today? I don't know what's going on with you. All right, well let's uh, let's get into your uh, to your second pick here. Yeah, this one is definitely. I don't know where you came up with this one. I, I mean, I do like music from the fifties a lot, like kind of like that doo wop area, the yeah. early R and B stuff, and so I was watching uh, How I Met Your Mother. Okay, I thought you were going to say something else, but okay. No, I did not. Uh, I was watching How I Met Your Mother, and there was a scene where Barney Neil Patrick Harris was talking about the first time he lost his virginity. And the way he was talking about it, you realize as the as the the viewer that he's just recreating Dirty Dancing. Oh, okay. The scene in question was, um, if you saw the scene, you would know what it is. But but they played this song over his reenactment, and the song was also from the soundtrack from Dirty oh, okay. Dancing. And the song was a banger. It's a good song. A fucking banger. I wouldn't say it's like one of the best bangers. First ever. of all, Dirty Dancing the soundtrack is one of the best selling albums of all time. What? All time. No, it's baby. not. It's for sure top like fifteen, maybe top ten. Mm. The Soundtracks. Whole, the only the only other soundtrack I think that sold more. Do you want to guess? Titanic. No. no. I think Titanic would be number one. That's the only one song from Titanic sold. Everyone just bought the single. Okay, fair enough. Um, Rocky War Picture Show. Oh, close. But I mean, that, that's a good guess. I shouldn't say close. I don't know how much that sold. No, but uh, Grease. Grease. Oh, Grease. Okay. Yeah. Grease has to be above Dirty Dancing. Though. Yeah. Okay. But Dirty Dancing, man, this this song. Okay, so I got some, I got some, some fun got facts. Some facts. Okay. Got some FF, some fun facts. Mickey and Sylvia, that's who this. That's who uh, sang this song. They're an oh. R&B duo from like the late 50s to the mid to late 60s. They're kind of off and on then. Uh, Mac Houston Baker, that's Mickey. And Sylvia Robinson, that's Sylvia. Do you know Sylvia Robinson? Does that name I ring a bell? No, it doesn't. So she produced and was kind of um, the pioneer from what we know as uh, the genre of hip hop. If you've what? heard of that, uh, Sugar Hill or um, Rapper's Sugar. Delight by Sugar Hill Gang, mm-hmm. that was her whole thing. Like really? She, she did that. She produced it. She brought it all together. And then the other song, The Message by Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, mm-hmm. that was all her doing. So she she's been like dubbed the the mother of hip hop. Oh, that's interesting. I had no idea. Dating really back to this. The song was in wow. 1956. It was written by Ethel Smith. So she did, had nothing to do with the writing. Sylvia did. But do you know who Ethel Smith is? I do not know. Bo that. Diddley. Really? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. A lot of people have covered <laughs> this. Buddy Holly. Tons of people have covered this song. But um, yeah, I, I chose this version specifically because I think it's absolutely phenomenal. I think the song is so fucking good. But what? Oh, it was How, how I Met Your Mother. I was trying to think back. Yeah. What, how this came up. But yeah. I also I I, I have I, 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 I have seen Dirty Dancing, but 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 like some people that that are into dancing may 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 roast me for this, but I Footloose is my jam. Footloose is my favorite dancing movie. Footloose is good, man. Footloose is good. No, neither of them are very good. No, Footloose is good. No, it's Kevin really. Bacon's magnum opus. <laughs> number no, tr- two. Tremors, Tremors, is, Tremors is number two. Tremors is his magnum opus. Is Kevin Bacon's magnum No. Opus. Come you, on. You need to watch Footloose again. Watch Footloose ten more times and you'll change your opinion. <laughs> Don't use my tactic against me. We saw Footloose in the theaters, too, like three or four months ago. Good stuff. But yeah, <sighs> Sylvia and uh, Mickey and Sylvia. I don't know if you want to play it or just sit no, there. No, of course I'm going to play it right now. You can just, you know, I, but I, you were fine. you were telling some That's facts. Good. That's okay. I was letting you speak. Love, love is strange. 
That is a great song. That's like the that's like my favorite part when they talk to each other. That, that that guitar twang, that little riff, it's a great so tone. good. Yeah, it's the tone that that really sets that apart. It's so like when you think of fifties, this song perfectly kind of uh, paints you that picture of what what the best part of the fifties was probably like. Like musically, everything. <laughs> the, like this song, I can taste. I can taste like the barbecues and the delicious hot dogs. I can see the fireworks. What I what I've always liked about fifties music too. There was at the time, like you had that that really cool guitar tone, but then you also had the 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 white noise in the background. You you could just hear just ambience because the mic ju- it, mics are just picking up everything. Right. But it's not overwhelming like from music from dec- like a couple decades prior that was just like super fucking loud. It was like the right amount of just noise in the recordings. Yeah. It was, it was the perfect amount. It was almost like they used, they knew that noise was going to be there and they used that noise and kind of like wrote music around it yeah. as opposed to some of the stuff you hear in like the, like rock music in the sixties and seventies. Well, that a lot of that was due to like Phil Spector and, and the use of multiple mics. Like if you go, if you go back prior to that, they were just using one mic in a room. So the mic was trying to pick up everything. So they had a drum kit, they would put the mic just in one spot and it would pick up everything. Or whatever, you know. Just laughing at me because I'm pointing at his fucking drum set right now. Well, you point, you point. I look. What do you uh, want me to okay, do? Yeah, you do. But you know what I mean. Like, yeah. There, there's not multiple mic placements. There's not editing or a ton of editing. You know, with all the tapes and everything. When was the last time you saw Grease? Oh, it's probably been high school. Since high school. That movie is garbage. Is it really? It's fucking <laughs> garbage. First of all, half the guys have like beards. Like five o'clock really? shadows, and they're supposed to be in high school. That's true, huh? Travolta's like forty-seven, <laughs> right? And he's like, like a high, like a senior in high school. Like it's yeah. this gar, it's dumb, it's unbelievable. Like I don't believe it. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, okay. I just I don't even even when it was made, I don't I don't understand how people thought like, oh, this is fucking great. It I think they like the music more it had than anything, the music, yeah. right? Yeah. Because because people remember the songs more than what happens in the movie. That's I don't true. I don't even remember what happens in the movie. But if you play a song, I'll sing along to it. Summer Eleven, one of the yeah. best. Great song. We're gonna talk about that song too later. Are we? Yeah. Oh wait, no, no that that was on a different album. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. the Vandals covered that song. Yeah, that was on album. their. What album was that? Is that did Florida's move. No. Did you move? I moved my foot. Oh. Is that okay? That's fine. Am I allowed to move my foot? Yeah. Okay. All right, well, you got anything else to say about love is strange? There you go. All right, um, my final pick, and then we'll finish up the episode here. Uh, I went with uh, Bullets and Octane and their song Save Me Sorrow. And the re- there are two reasons why I chose this song. One of them is because they're from Orange County. They're an Orange County band. And um, the other is that the drummer Ty Smith was also the drummer for Guttermouth at this time drummer for both bands so that's pretty cool and he also was one of the vandals backup drummers in case josh freeze wasn't available so there you go wasn't he young too like young for being in this scene at this time he was young for uh gutter mouth for sure i feel like he was like 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 barely legal type of young he had yeah i would think so maybe like 20 19 or 20 I would say so. Well, they're all like 30s. No, they're not that much older. Four. Mark Atkins is like 67. Oh, Guttermouth. I thought you meant yeah. Bullets. No, yeah. yeah. Guttermouth. Guttermouth for sure. Yeah, they probably have at least 10 to 15 years on them. Yeah. Okay. But, but no, yeah, that's kind of right. how Guttermouth has been though because after Ty left, they got a like an 18-year-old drummer from Australia to be in the band and he was in the band for like six years. So they, it seems like he Mark gets a lot of younger people to join the band after other people leave it makes sense i mean we'll get into it later but i mean the the music is is mostly fast-paced and yeah and also young people are more likely to go on tours yeah people in their 40s who have families and real jobs and stuff like that Ooh. but you know what i mean or like or common jobs i should say not real common you want to be like common people you want to live like common people <laughs> well anyway here's uh here's the uh the bullets and octane classic called Save Me Sorrow. 
Dare I say? Oh boy, here we dare go. I say this is a perfect song? I'm not saying that they're a perfect band, but I think that might be a perfect song. You know, so we did Bullets and Octane a very long time ago on the pod. It's probably like our fifth episode. Yeah. That long. And ago. for some reason, I just, I did not get into it. I didn't like it. I think I gave it a fairly low rating too. I think so, yeah. Compared to, to how many times we've seen them, how much I used to like them. But listen to this song again. I listened to uh, The Revelry this week as well. Great album. And like, dude, oh my, they were so good. Yes. They were so yes. good. So they kind of brought me, like, similarly, like the way Mars Volta brought me back in. Yeah. This song, when you posted it, like, this for sure brought me back in. Because I was just thinking, like, <laughs> well, you know, I haven't listened in a long time. So I listened to the day, I think you, you told me that you posted it. And I don't know, man. I th- it was really like Pirates, too. Like, Pirates really, because that, 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 that was always, like, again? my favorite. That was, it's so cool. Yeah. It's a great, catchy song. But damn, they they were really cool. They were really fun. Everything about like that band was amazing. Yeah, especially during the th- those first two albums and the EP, the first EP, that was they were just like they were like one of the most fun bands to go see live. They just they, they were, were a fucking blast. They're the only cool rock and roll band. Like, yeah. as, like as far as I'm concerned, like the kings of rock and roll. Like when you think of rock and roll, I think <laughs> ACDC. That's it. Yeah. ACDC are the kings of rock and roll. Arguably, yes. Bullets and Octane, man, they're, they're like top five. I, I think if Bullets had come out, if if they had released the Revelry probably in like the mid-90s or maybe late 90s, they would have fucking blown up. But the Revelry came out in 2004, but they had been a band since 99. But that, that first album came out in 04, and I feel like if it came out before that, before like Napster or like right when Napster was coming in, they probably would have blown up. Like way bigger than they ever were. I could see that. They just—it was just time, bad timing for them. Because man, dude, they were fucking killer. But also, I think another reason why they didn't really blow up as much as they could was because after their first record, they fired their two guitar players, and then there was a huge falling out. And th- those two guitar players, especially one of them, was like one of the main songwriters. So they lost. They lost Sky, who was I think is a, is a really was a really good songwriter. After their first record, yeah, after the Revelry, is that why they reused that song? They re they reused Save Me Sorrow and then and put on the other one. Yeah, but the the two guitar players they um before they were fired, they had already started writing the second album, the mouth of the, in the mouth of the young. So there's I think there's like four songs on that record that were actually written by Sky and Jack, and um but that but then eventually they were they were re kind of reworked. And put on that album, but then also Jack and Sky had another band called Black Market Saints, and they I recorded and they recorded the, a few of those songs before Bullets did, and they released them out on MySpace. So there was always like this like potential lawsuit that was going to happen. And does that suck being being in a band? Right? Does it, like imagine you write half the music for the next album, you get fired, uh-huh. but the band kind of still kind of owns like your songs that you wrote, but they take them and change them just enough. Where they give you zero credits, that sucks. But it still has the integrity of like the original song that you wrote. Yeah, that would suck. That's, that's shitty. Huh? That's really shitty. Is that what happened here? Pretty much. It's what it seems like. And if you listen to the Black Market Saints versions, they are slightly different. Just enough different. To Just enough to because be in the because in the the Bullets versions, there's only one guitar player, and you could tell that there's only one guitar player. There's no real layering. But if you listen to the Black Market Saints one, you could you could tell they kind of play off each other a little bit, and it, they're kind of better. Okay. Not production wise, but songwriting wise, I feel like the Black Market Saints ones were better. Moral of the story is check out Bullets and Lockdown <coughs> because yes. they were fantastic. Check out their first two records; they're they're great, especially the first one. It's fucking amazing. Great stuff. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move on to some new music. New music. Other happenings in the music world. Mm-hmm. The first thing here, um, there was really only one album I felt was necessary to bring up that came out this week, and that's Ozzy Osbourne. His first record, I think, since two thousand nine. Uh, it's called Ordinary Man. Checked it out on my way to Arizona, and um, it's pretty good. Kind of what I expected. No black Sa- not like Black Sabbath or anything like that, but solid Ozzy Osbourne. But there is one track in particular. There is one track in particular. It's called It's a Raid, and it features Post Malone. Tyler's boy, Post Malone. I do not like Post Malone. There's two songs on this record from Post Malone, with Post Malone, and uh, one of them is fucking the best song on the record. 
The other one is the worst song on the record. <laughs> They're polar opposites. And um, yeah, the It's a Raid song, that's a killer fucking song. It's really good. Yeah. And Tom Morello plays guitar on that song. Chad Smith, the drummer from Red Hot Chili Peppers, is the drummer on this entire album. And then Duff McKagan, the bass player from Guns N' Roses, plays bass on the entire record. So it's it's pretty much it's an all star lineup. All star lineup. That's what it is. And don't forget, Post Malone. And Post Malone. Posty. It's a it's a solid song, solid solid song. So go check it out. Check out the whole record. It's it's different, especially. And then I read more about the making of it. And the guy who wrote a lot of the music, his name's I forgot his name. <laughs> it's not Andrew Osborne. Andrew Andrew Ab. No, Ozzy never writes the music. He never writes the music, and he usually never writes the lyrics. That's how Terrible. it was with Sabbath. He never wrote the lyrics. Terrible. Geezer wrote all of them. But anyway, this guy, the dude's like 30. He's super young. And I was looking up his credits, and they're all just hip-hop acts, pop acts. Uh, and then he worked with Blink on one of their songs off their last oh, record. Oh, yeah. What was the song? I Really Wish I Hated You. Oh, yeah. I hate that song. but He I worked on that song with them. So, but this guy ended up writing this whole Ozzy record. And so it's surprisingly good. I, I enjoyed it. Enjoyed my listen. I mean, some songs are bad. Like the Elton John one, that one fucking sucks. I love how guys can just, or, you know, I, I say guys kind of like a general general term. But I, I like how guys can just make a career out of writing big, huge hits and no one ever knows who you are. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It, it, love it. I think it's almost better than being famous. Yeah. Because you're making more money sometimes. And do nothing. You write a song. You say, here you go. Do yeah. something with this. Yeah. You don't got to go on tour. You don't got to do anything. They True. come back to you because your song was amazing. You probably make more writing one song than this person does on tour. Right. You don't spend no money on tour. Yeah. Easy. That's true. Even if you wanted to go to one of the shows, I'm sure you get hooked up. Oh, right? absolutely. You probably get hooked up for any show because you have all the connections with all the, the producers and the record companies and all that. <laughs> You're probably like the most basic looking person. Yes. And you go like oh, I'm on the list, right? And like everyone's dressed all nice, and you're just you're in sweats and a white t-shirt, and oh yeah, California lottery white t-shirt, California right? lottery white t-shirt, and oh yeah, come on in. Who's who's that guy? That must be his dad. <laughs> 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 all right, some new music that's come out. Um, this first one I only put on here because they're getting a lot of buzz, uh, and I'm not sure why, but they are. But they're called Love Bites. They're an all-female Japanese like speed metal band uh, and they put out a new song called signs of deliverance and it was cool the music was better than the vocals vocals didn't really match up but well, then how many i mean there's no there's especially like, like metal, metal that's there's the only band that's the only band i can think of that's yeah. kind of like an all-female cast for, in a, for in this a, type of metal in yeah. a genre that's like dominated by guys with long hair oddly yeah. enough yes very specific so i mean i can understand why they're probably getting some traction but uh, again, yeah, I agree. I think that I think the music was cool. It's not sound- enough to keep me. Yeah, it, it sounds cool. like it could be in like a video game. Like it would be like in a Devil May Cry video game. Fantasy metal. Fan- yes, that's what a good genre. Antarctica. Chinese- there we go. Fantasy, Fantasy metal. metal. Forgot you, you coined that term. So, to be fair, Sloan coined the term. I just of I took it. Be- yeah. And of all the people to coin it, Sloan. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Give credit where credit is due. Right. Plagiarism at its best. I guess you have to. Uh, the Strokes. They put out a new song. Um, it's called Bad Decisions. And I think it was a really bad decision. Damn, what was the song? What was the lyric oh, we were laughing at earlier? I forgot what it was. I forgot too. It was really, it was really bad. It's a bad song. Does I, uh, I think the song's okay. It's so fucking boring. I think it's all right. It's okay. But most of the Strokes music is boring as it is. There's one, there's one lyric, there's one lyric in the song <laughs> that, it, that he he repeats it over and over. What was it? I and after like the twelfth time, it gets really silly and it just sounds dumb. Yes, it loses its value completely. I don't remember what it is, and I'm not going to play it because it kind of sucks. Um, the uh, the next song, Body Count. We did a Body Count album body count, body a month count. ago, body, and uh, they put out a new count. one called Bum Rush, and uh, it was better than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was pretty cool, man. I mean, Body Count, even when we did Body Count, they all the music we listened, they weren't bad. Yeah. They kind of blended together pretty fast. Yeah, but I remember they Body Count put out a record like last year or two years ago. And uh, and I gave it a listen and it was awful. And I remember we we played a couple of the songs on the pod and they were really bad. And so I think that's why I was surprised that New Body Count would be would be good. I mean, this reminded me of the album that we did. I think it was their debut album. Yeah, it was their debut album. Yeah, this this song reminded me of what we liked about Body Count. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why it was good. It was good. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna play a little bit of it. Here's uh, here's Bum Rush by them. 
All right, there's Body Count with the song Bum Rush. Body Count, Body Count. I think that's a body, solid. Body count, body it's a count. solid banger. It body, body it's count, made its way count. onto one of my playlists. So body there you go. Count. What playlist? My 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 normal. Shmi. Shmi normal. Shmi. Anakin Shmi Skywalker. Shmi <laughs> normal one. My normal playlist. All right. So yeah, that's uh, that's Body Count right there. Body Count. Body Count. With their their new song called Bum Rush. The next one here is a friend of the pod, Ryan. The Ryan. It's his favorite band. Um, that's Bon Jovi. They put out a new one called Limitless. And boy, does it suck, man! Ooh. That is a that is a stinker of a song, right? They're coming out hot. I mean, it's, I don't know if it's like a terrible, terrible song. Well, it's, it's not good. Song. It's a terrible song. Just say it. I mean, if you like shitty pop music like that, and then you'll like that. I mean, Bon Jovi's always been like that, though. I've never thought Bon Jovi was good. I, I never don't like. Either, I don't like any Bon Jovi song, even his popular songs. I don't think they're good. I tolerate them <laughs> because they're fun to sing live. Everybody knows the words. People will always sing along to I'm you. with you on that, yeah. But, but they're, they're not, not good. And, but they're not as, as annoying as Journey, though, too. There's that. <sighs> I'd rather listen to a popular Bon Jovi song than a Journey song. Which Bon Jovi song? You Give Love a Bad Name. That's uh, the worst of them. No, it's not. The other song where he talks about his, whor- or his, uh, his motorcycle. That's a good one. Which one? The Steel Horse I Ride. What song is that? Oh, Oh, what is that song? I, I can't remember that. That's why I can't remember that. Or uh, It's My Life. That song's a banger. Come on. You <laughs> know just, that's a good song. I just picture like a bunch of a bunch of uh, people like middle-aged women, probably named Karen, at a bar. Okay. Maybe having like a potential midlife crisis and they all sing It's My Life. as to like, fuck you. I'm going to finally go out and drink with my girls. Wow. It's my life. It's now or never. Frankie said, I'll do it my way. <laughs> <laughs> the song is so dumb. Oh, it's a banger. It, it is such Frankie. a banger. I don't know. It sounds stupid. Uh, anyway, let, let's get on to the last new song of the week. This one is actually a certified banger by me. Um, this is uh, by Newfound Glory. They put out a new song called Greatest of All Time. And I'm not a big uh, glory man, but um, <laughs> this this... This got me. This is a good one. It's fast. It's good pop punk, man. Dude, and I the think chorus like instantly got into my head. Yeah, I've I've since kind of forgotten most of it. But that's fine. So we're gonna well, I'm gonna jog your memory. So okay. here's a greatest of all time by the Newfound Glories. I caught you last night. Were you asleep or did you let it ring? Some new music from Newfound Glory. This song is so good. It's good. Now I'm listening to this is like probably the fourth time we've listened to this song. Today. Yeah, today. Today, yeah. Uh, I like it. Don't get me wrong. Oh, here we go. Here's but the big butt. This this last time I'm listening, I'm like, this sounds a lot like a Feldman creation. 
Like oh the, the way it? the way the drums sound, the guitars are just very, just kind of there. They're not. They don't have much of a tone to them. And I looked it up, but they did not work with him. But it does sound a lot like a Feldman creation, but better. I will say better, because there it, there's like still like there's still feeling to the song. Like it it doesn't sound so like I don't know. If it, a lot of just like what we talked about, Blink it just sounds so fake now. Especially when they try to make like older songs, it sounds too, too forced. I don't want to get into Blink because no matter what Blink does, you're going to be upset. So. I'm not. I love Blink. I think NFG has always done. They've been consistent. They're consistent in in like what makes what I think makes them great is they're pop punk pioneers alongside our favies. Come on, bro. Besides I, Blink, like NFG has has been like the the heart of the pop punk movement. I think only because. They they're like a different kind of pop punk. They're they're, they're more they're the punk pop. than no. they are pop. No, but they're like, I guess like, no, no, not. Their really. drums have always been like that. Their drums have always been super fast, faster timing, almost I like than Travis. So. Travis just gets more technical than Travis. Is, he's Travis isn't a very good fast drummer. That's the thing. But the drummer for Newfound Glory has always been fast. But they but they know how to like slow it down and kind of go into a breakdown during their choruses. Yeah. It still kind of gives you that illusion of, of like a really strong melody, but it's it's more like a hardcore breakdown than it is. Well, not just a hardcore a breakdown. Come on, it is. They it do. They do that, and they do it well, and they've always done it. So yes, they are they are a mainstay in the pop punk realm. They are they are a mainstay. I will give you that much for sure. Pioneers, but I, pioneers, no. I wouldn't go that far. Besides Blink, like who else? Green Day. Here? Greeny's never been pop punk until like they've been Nimrod. Pop no, they've been pop punk even. No, that was, was punk. Rock. Rock. That was punk rock. No, there was there was hardly Ker- any pop in that. Kerplunk and Ten Thirty Nine were straight punk. Well, not straight punk, but they, it was way Dickie more. Dicky was punk rock. No, it was there was a lot of pop punk. Maybe welcome to she, Paradise. Welcome she, to no, Paradise. No, Welcome to Paradise is straight punk rock. She is like the only maybe pop punk song on that album. No, 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 no. no Green Day is punk. What about rock. When I Come Around? Maybe that one too, but that's like ladder in the album too. It doesn't, who cares where it sits in the album? All the ba- all the songs that we know, right? Welcome to Paradise, Basket Case, and Longview, all punk rock. No, Burnout. Longview punk is rock. not punk rock. Yes, it is. That Longview, is not pop punk. But it's not punk rock. Then what do you would call it? More pop rock. No, Greeny hasn't. No, Greeny didn't go pop wrong. until Nimrod. They went full pop on Nimrod. Yeah, it was still pop punk. Nimrod. <sighs> All this label, Worry Rock. All, all this, <laughs> that is pop punk. Green, that's that Green Day's first pop punk, straight up pop punk song they did. Uh, maybe, maybe. You're crazy, man. You're crazy, and we're just. We're, I, why are we labeling things? Running like this? in circles, trying to something. All right, let's move on to uh, to some happenings in the music world. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne, we uh, he's not doing too well, and he's canceled his upcoming American tour because of some health issues. Um, yeah, usually when artists start doing this, it's kind of downhill. We saw it with Lemmy uh, a few years back with Motorhead. Same exact thing. He's canceling shows because he was getting sicker and sicker, and then he passed away. Tosa Nobasi, the guitar virtuoso from uh, Animals as Leaders, he is selling over 100 pieces of of his own personal gear, including guitars, you know, pedals, all kinds of shit. Uh, on Reverb.com on February 28th. So check that out if you're interested. Amazing guitar player. Probably is going to sell a lot of cool stuff. So check it out if you're interested. Uh, in the studio, we have Run the Jewels. They just finished recording their fourth album, but no rele- release date yet. So hopefully it's going to be another surprise release like their last one, like on New Year's Eve or something like that. Wasn't it like that? I don't know, but they're touring with Rage, so. They are. They're touring with the Rage, so... They'll probably throw down some new tracks in that tour. The, or they'll just release the album right before the tour. Mm. So that's my thought. Against Me are also in the studio recording demos. Um, so get into that if you're interested in Against Me. I've never got into them, but some people may have. I, I still understand why they are so... Uh, they're as popular as they are. I don't understand it either. I think their music is whatever, but who knows. Mm. Mm. But Adam Willard is the drummer, and he's a really good drummer, so... With it. He played with Tom DeLonge for many years. Tom DeLonge. <laughs> um, some cool, some cool shows and tours coming up. Primus, they're going on a summer tour, and they're actually going to going to be playing Rush 
Russia's album, A Farewell to Kings, in its entirety. So uh, that should be very, very, very interesting. Uh, and I, I don't know, maybe I'll go. I've always wanted to see Primus. This might be a cool gig to go to. Yeah, girl. I listened to this Rush album. It's a solid Rush album. Uh, so yeah, get into that. Uh, Punk in the Park, this is something that I'm more like probably 98% going to go to. Dang. Like this is, you saw, you know the lineup. The yeah. lineup is, this is like perfect. I'm officially out. Are you officially out? Yeah, the only reason why I'm out is because we're going to a show already in April. Oh, uh, okay. And for, I don't want to say what show we're going no, to. No, just say it. I don't want to embarrass say what, yourself. I don't, I don't want to say what and show I'm going to miss for this, this for. Okay, yeah. no. I want you to tell everybody, because if you don't, I'm going to tell them. So you have to Terrible. tell them who you're going to go see instead of this amazing lineup that I'm going to talk about. So instead of clearly seeing like one of my favorite bands, if definitely my second favorite band, Bouncing Souls, and I love Pennywise, and I love Guttermouth, and... So I'm going to miss this show because I'm going to go see uh, Asking Alexandria <laughs> and Falling in Reverse. Yes. I'm not excited for those two at all. But I do, would, I would like to see Wage War and I am interested in seeing Hyro the Hero. Okay. But, but I mean, we've already bought tickets. I, I, I know. Tickets I have know. been bought. I know. Tickets got got? Got got. got. They got got. But well, damn. This is like, like the only other addition to this would be for me would be like Less Than Jay because I've never seen him. Yeah. Well, this is happening April 25th at the Oak Canyon Park in Irvine, California. Uh, this is also a beer fest, so the first four hours are unlimited tastings of beers, followed by this amazing lineup. Uh, let, me go, let me go through the lineup, because it's, it's amazing. Headlining is Pennywise. Then we got the Vandals, the Addicts, Lagwagon, Fear, the Bouncing Souls, TSOL, Guttermouth, Pulley, La Resistencia, I don't know how to, I, I probably butchered that, uh, The Bomb Pops, Vierne uh, 13, and then some other bands I can't read because the font is too small, but uh, yeah, so there you go. It, it, it sucks great. too because we've, we've like recently gotten into The Bomb Pops a lot. We've talked yeah. about, I mean, especially the last couple of songs that they've released have been right up my alley, love them. They're cool, they're, they're a great. good pop punk band for sure. And uh, and then Fear, my favorite bass player of all time, plays bass for this band, this iconic punk band too. So it's who who's the bass player? Jeff Kresge. Oh yeah. Oh, he's the bass player for Fear now. Look at that. Yeah. So I mean, this is just everything that I want. I I don't even care about the beer fest part of it, honestly. I for sure like I would get there at least like when when the first band I want to see starts because that's a long day and I'm yeah. too old to handle the whole beer festing and then a concert. As uh, that's well. what I'm saying. Like, there's I, no way. I'll more than likely I'm just gonna go to like the last hour of the beer fest, and then do the concert. Yeah, get a little get a little buzz. Yeah, going. get a buzz going, and then have like maybe one or two beers as the show goes on. Are any of the roomies gonna go? I don't know. Mike seemed interested, but I don't know if he wants to. I don't know about Ryan. There's no way Ryan's gonna go because you didn't go to the other beer to the fest. other one, yeah. But the other one, mind you, the other one was in San Pedro over an hour Although drive away. Although you did pick them up, I did pick them up because they guilted me into it. I was guilted into. Did they get you Del Taco or Taco Bell that night? No. Th so this is what happened. I picked them up. Phone open right now. I drive all the way over. Why are you getting your phone out? Because I'm gonna t I'm gonna ask him how much Taco Bell they bought you that day. So I drive all the way out to San Pedro, which is fine. You know, I'm fine doing it. I listen to some good jams out there. Pick them up. They're completely wasted off their ass. You know, it's it's chaos in my car for about ten minutes, just absolute fucking chaos, and then it gets quiet. We're on the freeway. We're going like seventy five, flying down the freeway home. It gets really quiet. I get kind of worried. Ryan says, "Roll down your," because I lock the window because I don't want Ryan roll, screaming out the window. So he's like, roll down the window. I'm like, Ryan, no, I don't want you yelling. I don't want you sticking your head out the window. I don't want you yelling. He's like, no, you got to roll it down. You got to roll it down. I roll it down. He goes to puke. He pukes all on the side of my car and also in partially inside of my car. He pukes fucking everywhere. Then Alicia pukes in the back. Alicia puked too? Alicia, Alicia was sitting in the middle in the back nice. seat. Nice. She puked in the car too. Good for her. And then, and then Ryan was all hyper again after he puked. He sure. felt good again. He got Second all hyper. Second wind. Then he got quiet again. Oh, God. And then he puked again. There was a lot of vomit involved. We get back to the house. Everybody's yelling. Mike, <laughs> why, why are they yelling? I just, just because we yell when we're drunk. Just everyone yeah. yells, and and Mike just talked, talked for like five hours straight. <laughs> like I've never heard anybody talk as much as Mike talked that night. Like he was just, he was. What not was he stop. talking about? Just nothing. He was just talking. It, it was hilarious. 
And then Erica was yelling at him, saying, Mike, you need to stop. Ryan was yelling at him, Mike, don't you ever shut the fuck up. Was, was, was Erica drunk? Oh, yeah. All four of them were Did Mike or Erica barf? No. Damn, the champs. Yeah. So it, it was wild. But yeah, I don't know why I brought that. Why, why are we talking about that? Because. Oh, the, the, the festival. Oh, yeah. And I don't know. Actually, Erica got, it, got me. She paid for the round table that night. Roundtable pizza. So, oh. that's well, I already texted. There's no talk about. So you could have told me that before I texted that. Well, that's fine. Chat. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> like I said, this is a great. This is a great lineup. Uh, go to the go to the show with me. Go to the beer fest with me. I'll I'll be there. It's so, all ages too, so you can bring the kids. Don't bring the kids, please. Okay. Nick has Nick has expressed interest in punk music. Yeah, but not not a beer fest. Come on. Well, that's why we get there late. Eh, that's true. Okay. Well. Um, Foo Fighters, that's their 25th anniversary, some shit like that. Uh, they're doing a van tour, meaning they're going to be playing shows at, in cities that they first played at back in 95. I guess it's an interesting idea. But they're not going to be actually touring in a van, which is lame. So there you have it. Corn uh, and Faith No More, the, the tour dates for those shows have finally been announced. So go check it out if you're interested in that. It's cool stuff. Dropkick Murphys and Rancid are doing an East Coast tour. Should be a solid, solid show. So go check that one out as well. If they were doing a West Coast, would you go? I would only go if you went. I wouldn't go by myself. Uh. Yeah. Not enough there for, for me for myself. But uh, the last thing we have here, Slipknot, they've finally released the lineup for the Knotfest at Sea. And uh, we got Slipknot, obviously. Anthrax, Jeff's favorite, new favorite uh-huh. um, thrash band. Behemoth, Devil Driver, Seven Dust, Skindred, I don't know how to pronounce this. H O nine nine oh nine, higher power and sleep token. Uh, I'm not going to this. I don't give a. I don't really care enough to go to this. And yeah, like literally, I just, I don't care about any of this except for Slipknot. Yeah, Slipknot are the only thing worth going to on this. But who knows? Some people might be interested. And being stuck on a boat for however many days it is with a bunch of weird goth kids. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. But yeah, that's it. For this episode of Asinine Radio, stay tuned to the for the album of the week because we're getting into the Vandals album, Hitler Bad, Vandals Good, and then the Guttermouth album, Covered with Ants. So check that out. Go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. Did you see, I forgot to put in the notes, I, I pulled it up my phone, but there's this Lovers, Lovers and Friends festival, like a hip-hop festival. Okay. And uh, the lineup... It, the headliners, it's one day, Saturday, May 9th, L.A. The three headliners are Miss Lauren Hill, or Ms. Lauren okay. Hill, TLC, Usher Ludacris, Lil John, and a fuck ton of other hip-hop artists that are going to be there. So that sounds kind of cool. That would be that would be fun. Where is it at? It says, I don't know. I don't even know if this is like real or not because, dude, I don't even know. This beer is like 13.5%. It's not 11%. <laughs> I looked that up too well. Have you have you had the entire thing? Yeah, this is the last of it. <sighs> You're toasty. The man. Last of Us, Last of Us Two should have been out, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, okay. So L.A. Times said that it's real, so it's got to be real, right? L.A. Times never lies. Well, they do. A lot. No, no, L.A. Times is, that that is the. <sighs> I don't know, Tyler. What do you want me to do? I don't know either. I I'm just talking, just to talk now. That's fine. No, that's all I'm doing now. But no, that that's a solid lineup. But. Yeah. I'm trying to look at all the other plays, all the other groups, artists, whatever. According to this, so uh, T-Pain, Sean Paul, Nelly, Brandy, and Monica. You know they're doing Boys Mind. Ja Rule, Fat Joe, Genuine. Remember that dude? Yeah. Uh, Little Kim. 90s. Cameron, 90s Mace. Damn, remember Mace? Baby Bash. I don't remember those two. Fuck. Fuck. Eve. That's all I really know. That's that's it. Okay, well that's that's all. Yeah, that's it. That's all. This is Asinine Radio. We're the best ever. Love is strange.